podcast from the Arsenal. Hello Gooners, welcome back to Blast from the Arsenal, your weekly podcast for all things Arsenal. I'm your host today, Angelo, and with me as ever is the Vieira to my Petit, the Cazula to my Coquelin, the Thomas Party to my Mohamed El Nani. Of course it's Diddley. How are you, Diddley? Hello mate, hello everyone. How are you? I'm good? really good mate, yeah. I bet you are. We'll come on to that in just a moment. Uh, listeners, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so that you never miss an episode. And whilst you're putting things on your to-do list, make sure you also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Just search for the handle, Diddley. At Blast Arsenal Pod. Always the same. And don't forget to find us on YouTube too. Uh, of course, we're entering lockdown on Thursday, so we shall be socially distancing soon and recording over Skype once yeah. more. Um, so we'll be uploading those onto YouTube, YouTube, but you can obviously get the audio in the usual places. Uh, so the, the obvious reason that you're so happy is the Man United game. We'll come on to that in a moment. Mm. But everything good in your world other than that? Yeah, all good, mate. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I thought we could start with a new feature. Oh, exciting times. Go on. It's called Tweet of the Week. Lovely. And I understand. Have you got a bit of a jingle? Uh, well, because we don't edit the podcast, I'm just going to do the jingle now. Off the cuff. I Off like the that. cuff. Uh, so here we go. Tweet of the Week. Tweet of the Week. Tweet of the Week. There you go. I love that. Brilliant. So, it's what's pretty it self explanatory. <laughs> Yeah, so basically, obviously, we have a lot of interaction um, on Twitter. Uh, we follow a lot. Of, we, we follow every gooner back, don't we? We do. That is one of our staples. Um, so yeah, scrolling through, I just happened to see this and thought, why don't we make that a feature? The, the funniest tweet we we see uh, in the week, and then we'll, we'll we'll give it a shout out on the podcast. Yeah, I like that. So this is from Andy at AFC Andy. And he said, he tweeted, Funny how United couldn't beat our press yesterday. We pushed them back further than Rob Holding's hairline. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, mate, I did see. I, when we were watching that Man United game, I did look, and there, there was a shot of, of uh, Holden looking knackered, and, you know, so he just had the ball on. Yeah, 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 we'll post that. I was like, fuck me. He's got less hair than Bobby Charlton now. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's uh, clinging on for dear life. Just there, shave right? it off. Yeah. you got to give in. I gave in 10 years ago. Man, do you know what I mean? Looking amazing. I know. Bruce Willis, eat your heart out. <laughs> so, um, yeah, awesome tweet. I like that. And that was just off the cuff, wasn't it? You know, yeah. We said post-match comments and that's what he came out with. So. Yeah. It could be you. Get in touch um, on the regular and we'll, we'll find something and read it out. So, um, yeah, brilliant. Right, let's crack on because... I know it's been 24 hours, but we're kind of giddy because we've broken our away day hoodoo and we've beaten, in the Premier League, a so-called top six side <laughs> away from home. Uh, I say so-called top six because aren't they you know, now languishing in the yeah, lower they, regions of the Prem? They are They are a top six, though, aren't they? Yeah. They're, a big, they're a big club. Yeah, They're in the Champions League, yeah, so, so. We, won't, we won't say too much, but... Um, I genuinely, I'm just surprised. I, I, I did know, obviously, it had been a while, but until you actually sort of see it, like once we've actually broken that record of how many games? I don't know. It's, uh, it goes back to 2015, doesn't it? Uh, 2015, four away games. 2006 yeah. was the last time we beat United in the league uh, away. 14 years. That is mental. Yeah, that is that's just in the league. We beat them in the FA Cup. If you remember, Danny Welbeck scored. In yeah, the I FA do Cup. remember that. But in the league, beaten them at home, haven't we? Yes, but away, it's been yeah D's and L's, which is uh, yeah madness. In fact, I did see a stat, and as you know, regular listener of the show, love a stat. All six of Arsenal's wins in the last forty-two league visits to Man United have been a one-nil scoreline. Mm. Charlie Nicholas and his limpar. Mark Overmars, Sylvain Wiltord, Adebayor, and of course, Orba with the goal yesterday. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. Um, what were your initial thoughts on the lineup? Uh, any surprises for you? I suppose the one that sticks out is El Nenny starting yeah. and not Shaka yeah. or Sabayas. I actually thought El Nenny would start. Um, just because he gives that extra bit of defensive 
you know, and he's a little bit more mobile, isn't he? I yeah, think. energetic. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I, but I thought Shaka might play or or Sabios, but they both got dropped, didn't they? So. Yeah, I, I think most people are probably surprised at that, if they're being honest, because Jacques has been almost one of those first uh, names on the team yeah, sheet, the it, reliable go-to guy, the it, vice captain in a way. I don't know if he's officially vice captain. Well, he's, yeah, but, he captains aside when Aubameyang's not yeah. tends to not play, so. Yeah, he's a mainstay under Arteta, isn't he? And yeah. Someone, a lot of the play goes through him. You know, are his days numbered now? Uh, Thomas Party coming in has has it transformed the way we're going to play from now on? Do you I think? no, if I'm honest, I think uh, you need. My dad's a builder, and he says you need different tools for different jobs. Right, and I think that's the same with with football. You know, you need different players to play in different ways and set up in different ways and different formations and execute a job properly. Um, and I guess you look at United and you think they're front three, four, five, or whatever they're playing. They're all energetic. They're all fast. all got pace. And you can imagine someone like Xhaka just hasn't got the pace to keep up with those players. I mean, El Nene, was it 91st minute? And he's sprinting. Like, like he just stepped on the pitch as a substitute. Yeah. Unbelievable. And that's nothing against... Shaka or Danny Ceballos, but they haven't got that sort of engine. To, it was almost like he was doing shuttle runs on the halfway line, wasn't it? Was it mm. Luke Shaw that was trying to get the ball in and he was like just closing the lines off? So, uh, yeah, I think that that was a bit of a masterstroke because I was like, how oh, many? Interesting. Wasn't expecting that and it worked. Well, to know? be fair to him, you know, credit where it's due, I thought he was superb. He was. It was, and um, I do need to. <laughs> I do need to give a shout out to regular friend of the show, uh, Schmitty zero zero or at Schmitty zero zero. He says, "I just want you to say, El Nani was amazing." Well, Schmitty, guess what? He, he was, was amazing. amazing. He was. That's right. Um, so you can sleep well tonight, knowing that we've said that. But as you say, credit where it's due, because generally he was he was superb um, formation any surprise in that it was kind of a tried and tested for us well yeah four at the back was it pretty much it was strange like I think it kind of at times was a three wasn't it with Tierney on the left yeah, yeah. Uh, of the three um, but sometimes especially when we had the ball and we were pushing quite high up he was very wide very high mm. I think what we're good at is having a formation on the ball and having a formation off the ball. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because the last 15 minutes or so, we were up against it in as much as it was attack versus defence. We wanted to protect our lead. And you could see, you know, the defensive formation we'd, we'd got into. So We've definitely become more flexible and fluid. Yeah. I think um, under Arteta... We've got a defensive stability now and we still lack a bit of creativity mm. but we're definitely progressing and moving the ball forwards a lot better, I think. Yeah, agreed. And, and so much so that we've now got the best defensive record in the Premier League and when you take into account that we've already played Liverpool, City and United away, that's not too shabby at all, is it? Mm. You know, You think at this point last... Last year under Emery, we probably had the... I think I read somewhere today we had the highest number of shots against us in all of Europe at this point last season. Right. And now to be best defensive record so far um, is is credit to him, you know. Um, so, yeah, all right. Well, let's have a... We'll go through players, man of the match and all that, that um, sort of stuff in a minute, I think. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, formation, as you say, it was kind of either four at the back or three at the back, depending on even five at the back depending on whether we were with the ball or without the ball um, any key moments that kind of stood out for you from early doors um, I thought we moved the ball a lot quicker and we pressed high um, we were very good at winning it back yeah and then uh, there wasn't a massive amount of like create creativity was there and sort of big chances I think there was one in around the 14th, 15th minute, I think, um, 
Bellerin on the overlap. Yeah. Uh, sort of put it across the goal and Aubameyang was sliding in. Yeah, I thought um, he was going to do a Phil Bab. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if you've not seen that, anybody uh, YouTube it, Phil Bab slides into post and yeah. gets his nuts cool, uh, Yeah, he it? just missed that, didn't he? Um, and then there was a sort of half an hour in. I mean, we kept them quiet for for most of the first half, really, didn't we? Yeah. Like they, they didn't offer anything. It was largely all us, wasn't it? Uh, 36th minute, sort of another cross, Bellerin again, um, which he's definitely something he's improved on is his delivery into the box. Mm. Uh, but this time, Lacazette on the end of it. Yeah. Swing and a miss. Yes, yeah. But, but uh, you know what? I'm not going to criticise him for that because... Was it Lindelof that actually got a toe on it and took it away from yeah. his sort of natural shooting um, rhythm? So uh, we'll give credit to the defender there as opposed to take that one away from Laka. Yeah, and then again, you know, we've sort of having a bit of a spell of pressure, I thought. Um, not bombarding the goal, but William hit the bar. Yes. Soon after that. Foot. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I was At that point, I was starting to worry. Getting shades of Leicester. Uh, you know, chances, if you don't take them, you get punished. But <laughs> not by this United team, no. I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then again, just before half-time, Saka, header over the bar, free header, probably should have done better, mm. I thought. I think that's the best first half we've played this season. I think so. What What did you think of Willian's... Um, contribution to I guess the first half in particular where we were, where we were more attacking I can, I can see why he was picked over say Pepe yeah uh, he gives you that bit more defensive awareness yeah positional awareness yeah. as well I think it's what he does off the ball sometimes as opposed to on the yeah. ball that he does more of and I guess that experience let's be honest what is he 32 you, you get that from playing the game and Pepe must be is he 23, 24 something like that he's, he's a good 10 years younger in terms of experience so unless you have that natural instinct to want to be a bit more defensive sometimes um, I yeah I, I thought he, I thought he did pretty well to be honest he has been a bit hit and miss with some of his performances so far but I thought he was the right pick for yeah. the right game and I wonder whether Pepe might have been a bit lightweight for that game Possibly. I mean, it just depends what Pepe you're going to get, I think. And yeah. That, that's the problem. That is the problem. Uh, I mean, Willian, he's been somewhat underwhelming, I think, overall. Yeah. I thought he would create a lot more, but to be fair to him, he does come up with the the pass that, that, that creates, that the, that penalty. creates the penalty incident. Yeah. Um, so just before that penalty in the second half there was a couple of bits that I noticed actually um, Rashford he's got a loose header in midfield that forces Fred to kind of not really know what to do with it Lacker robs him he feeds it to Orba three on the left uh, but it's first time effort for the far corner drops just wide actually mm. yeah that was that one yeah I know it just deflects off uh, Lindelof yeah um, we didn't get the corner. Yeah, yeah, that was annoying. Yeah, um, and then Thomas Party has a shot, doesn't he, from uh, the edge of the box, goes straight to De Gea, kind of stings his hands, and he has to catch it the second time. He was, part of my French, fucking amazing. He was immense. Yeah, but he uh, he is so cringy when you hear fans pundits say of midfielders gone by. Oh, he's a Patrick Vieira replacement, and it's never it's never happened. But I, I couldn't help but see shades of Patrick Vieira in him. Long legs. Uh, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Fred. He nutmegged him in the in the middle of the pitch. Yeah, he. On a, he, 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 he I think he intercepted a pass, yes. and then he nutmegged uh, Fred, yeah. and then. He does that thing where he looks like he's lost possession of the ball. Like he's hit it, he's overrun it, hits it a bit too far, but somehow his leg gets onto the yeah, end of he it. Still it's gets like a... He carries on the run and immense tackling. Some of, some of his tackles, you think, oh, 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 he's got it. He's still going with it as well. Amazing. Unreal. Mm. I thought he was fantastic in midfield. Amazing. Um, and I couldn't help but think, geez, he only paid 45 million for that. 
Unbelievable. And it's looking bargain, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, I think there's more to come as well. Yeah, yeah. It's finding the right partner, isn't it? For yeah. the right game. Yeah. And Elneny was that guy in that game. Between them, they, they just bossed that midfield, didn't they? Mm. Yeah, brilliant. I, just, I mean, even Roy Keane was singing his praises. Mm. Yeah, which is a you know a feat in itself. Well, yeah, considering what else he said at, at the end, we'll get to that later. But yeah, um, nothing but good things, and he should know because he was up against the old big man, Pat, yeah, Patrick. Yeah. Well, he did say, didn't he? I think his words were he could yeah, go on to he do. Did say that sort of the the same level as as Vieira. Um, I'm not quite sure. He's he's def- well, he's not there yet. But, no, no. But yeah, it's definitely he's promising. What I think about party though is that he is a here and now signing. Mm. He's brought immediate quality to our team. Yeah. And um, it's not a, we'll buy him and he'll be great in five years' time, three years' time, send him. Yeah. He just came and he's, he's, he's slotted in you know, perfectly mm. and he's doing a great job. Um, and what I think, there are certain signings that have happened over the years um, where people have come and led by example and not come on a reputation. So, I guess put it out there, Ozil came with a reputation as being this amazing player, mm. and quite clearly he was an amazing player before and during his first few years at Arsenal. But I'm thinking back to Dennis Bergkamp, and when Dennis Bergkamp joined, everyone saw what he did in training and was like, shit, this guy's really professional, I need to be at that level, I mm. need to up my game to be as good as him, and it improved everyone, you know, it improved their... I guess their professionalism, but their, um, I guess like anyone, you know, play football down at Power League or 11 aside. If you play with better players, it kind of improves your game. And I think that's what he did. And I feel like Party's going to do something similar. He's almost, this is the level. Cause let's, let's be honest, he's been playing for a team that's been in the Champions League. I don't know if he was part of the team that got to the final two years running, but it's, he's, he's been in that squad, hasn't he? Mm. Um, I just think he's going to, Elevate the level of excitement and quality of some of the players around him. Yeah, and he's also going to have the effect of uh, I hate to, like sound negative, but show up people that aren't of that level. Yes, separate the wheat from the chaff. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, his partner that day, so Mo Elneny. Um, this time last year. Would you have thought he would put in a man of the match level performance against Man United, given it was on loan at Besiktas and looking like he was probably on his way out? Not no, not that level, no. I mean I've always thought he was a a solid player, six, seven out of ten every week. He never really has a bad game. No. But he's never quite been that sort of nine ten. Yeah. He's tidy. And yeah. he's a dare good, I say it, a little bit dull. Yeah. But that's okay. That's all right. He's he's a good squad player to have, I think. Yeah. Um, low wages, if you want to look at it that sort of way as well. Mm. And I, I didn't see the benefit, you know, we spoke about it in uh, earlier episodes. I didn't I didn't see the benefit of us sort of selling him on. We he wouldn't have got a high fee. Mm. And we wouldn't have replaced him. Yeah. So yeah. I just think it's it's been a smart move to keep, especially moving like Gwendozi out. Yeah. He maybe would have been someone that you know would have played in, yeah. in that game. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I do. Under if Emery was still manager, for example, oh, he, yeah. he'd have chosen him ahead of El Nani. And the thing I noticed with El Nani as well, I I watched his play, and. Um, I think it was Arteta that said, you know, the best midfielders... Oh, no, sorry, it was Wenger. The best midfielders are scanning 360 all the time, always looking at what's around them, even before they get the ball, so they know what they can do when the ball comes to them. And I noticed on any doing that, loads. He was he was left and right, checking his shoulder, left and right, checking his shoulder, ball's come, and you could see he understood Arteta's game plan. Get the ball from defender and play it left or right, and if you can't play it left or right go back to your defender. He's brilliant at just ticking over with possession. And that's why I say it's a little bit dull because it's not like, look at that 40-yard pass, he's just pinged. But he, that's not his job. Mm. 
I just thought he was fantastic. Really, yeah. really impressed. Yeah, and definitely. Arteta said of him this week, actually, before the game, I love the energy he brings to the dressing room. He's a real team player. If he's playing, he gives everything lots of energy, which as I said, we saw. And if he's not playing, he's supporting the team and he's, you know, bringing that energy to everyone. And that's what, that's what you need, isn't it? I think he kind of outed Ozil a bit because he said no egos, didn't they? Yeah. I um, mean, incredible considering he played, well, I, this, you know, 90 minutes on Thursday as well. Yes, that's right. That's right. Against so, Dundalk, yeah, yeah. That's how surprising it was that he sort of started yeah. this game, I thought. But clearly got good energy, which is yeah. which is what you know what, what this is all about. Alright, so talk to me about the goal then. We've sort uh, of spoken about it briefly. We had a good spell of possession, I think. Um they didn't touch the ball for uh, nearly two minutes. United. They they couldn't get it off us and then uh Willian, good pass. Spots the run of Bellerin, who I think's just having a really good season. I know I'm his fanboy, but I, I But the stats back him up. Yeah, they do. And he gets in front of Pogba. And it was a penalty, I thought. Yeah. yeah. Well, Pogba did as well, because he admitted it was my mistake. Right. Fair enough, yeah. Because, you know, there have been a few dodgy sort of decisions recently, haven't there? Well, uh, this particular weekend, weekend alone. Yeah. Yeah. Any in particular you want to highlight? I mean, we have had a message about one of them. But. Yeah, so um, I thought um, the Salah one was debatable. Uh, and then you got, you know, Harry Kane. He, he likes to dive, doesn't he? He it's, does. We had a question about... We did from uh, our good friend Canon Chatter, who's at Canon Chatter. Go follow him. Stephen. Steve. To his friends. Steve-O. Uh, he said, should the Olympic Selection Committee be considering Harry Kane to partner Tom Daly at the next Olympics? Um, and my answer is yes. Yeah. But... Um, I wouldn't want to see him in a pair of budgie smugglers. I know that much. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, and with the amount of spitting he does, yeah. <laughs> he's got his own pool. So, eco-friendly. Um, so, yeah, the, the Harry Kane one against Brighton... Debatable. I mean, what is VAR doing? Um, and the other one... Well, actually, the other one from that game. Did you see Son? I did, yeah. That was even worse, I thought. Yeah, it was worse. I'm, I'm just... I'm a bit concerned that VAR isn't picking up on stuff like this. You know. Um, they look... They supposedly look at all these events throughout a game. Do they look at players diving? You know. If the not going to give a decision should they then go back and say oh, well you've simulated tried to con the referee there's a yellow card mm. yeah I mean, you know what before VAR everyone thought oh, I don't want VAR there were two sides to it I don't want VAR because I kind of like the um, I like the debate that football brings through oh that's not a penalty oh yes that is a penalty oh it's not a penalty people, there were some people that liked that Keep technology out of it. There were others that were saying, no, no, technology will, you know, decide if it's definitely people cheating or if it's definitely a penalty. And it's somehow we've gone full circle and we've got VAR that's creating the debate. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't create a debate, should it? It no. should be black or white. And as you say, it should also eradicate cheating, simulation, etc. And it doesn't appear to be doing that, does it? No. So inconsistent. So inconsistent. Was it you? I'm sure you said the other week. Who's, who's making these decisions yeah, who and the refs needs to come out and Cause tell us what's going on and why you made that decision you know credit to the refs they are the best people in the business and that's why they're refereeing at this level Premier League Champions League etc but they're not the ones in the VAR room are they no so who's doing that Jeff from Sunday League <laughs> <laughs> huh? well I thought they were still refs or were they ref qualified or well, what? I, don't I know. mean this the way I see it, personally speaking, is it shouldn't be down to VAR. VAR should say, you know, wherever they are, Stanley Park or it is, wherever this mysterious place is, mm. they should say every time that, you know, over the old microphone, might want to check that one out. And the ref should go every time to the halfway line and look on the screen for himself. It's the only way you could do it. Yeah. Then there's responsibility of the referee to but it's just discretionary as to whether the ref wants to look at stuff. 
It, it's, it is farcical. I mean, we are on the receiving end of, you know, the positive side of a penalty being given this time. Yeah. Um, and obviously, was it against Leicester? Was it Leicester? No. Uh, yeah, it was against Leicester where Lacazette had his header ruled out. Yeah. We got stitched up there. So, yeah. I don't know. What are you saying? Would you keep VAR or not? If it was like as of next season? Well, as it stands, no, probably not. Yeah. Because it's, it's just as inconsistent. So, mm. what's the point? It's a waste of money. Yeah. Yeah. Is what it is, I guess. And uh, for the time being, certainly it's it's here to stay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to our penalty. Uh, definite penalty. And I, I remember Aubameyang taking a penalty against Spurs and he missed it mm. last season, season before, whenever it was. And so I'm never really that confident when he takes a penalty. I don't know how you feel about him taking penalties. Yeah, he does all right. Yeah, I always wish Shanksley Maitland-Niles was on the pitch for one, but I don't know. I never feel convinced, and even when he scores, I'm like, oh, well, if the keeper had gone the right way, that wasn't the best penalty, was it? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. They, for me, if you, if they go in, they're good. Well, yeah, I guess so. I'm just a miserable bastard, and I've got high standards. <laughs> can I say? <laughs> um, okay. It is so a good penalty. At the end right of the day, it ended our hoodoo. So um, we'll take we'll take that one. Um, and then after that, it was larger Man United trying to find a way back in. Yeah, we we did sort of go a little bit into our into our shell, a bit more defensive. Uh, some of the subs, you know, Lacquer came off, Eddie came on, you know, which sort of showed that we were probably going to play on the break a bit more. Yeah. Because uh, you did see Nketiah and Aubameyang staying higher up the pitch whilst mm. the rest of the team were defending. So it was going to be one of those long balls to catch them out. I think yeah. Nketiah had an opportunity to... I don't know if he got onto one or was close to getting yeah, onto one and then it got did. snuffed out, didn't it? But Did you think that was the right sub? Uh, yeah, if mm. I'm honest, because United were clearly going to come for us, which creates space. And Ketty has got a bit of pace. I guess you could argue maybe a, uh, that could have been an opportunity for a Pepe to come on with yeah, his Yeah, that's my, that's my point, yeah. Um, and over down the middle. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you have to ask... Um, Arteta why he didn't bring Pepe on well, at all it worked so I'm not going to yeah. go too much into that one thing I was impressed with and under Wenger we were stupid at not doing and we got criticised massively for was playing the game and seeing the game out Yeah, and so there were a couple of opportunities in the last couple of minutes where we were on the break but instead of trying to go for that kill, we ran it into the corner, wasted a bit mm. of time, managed the game, killed the clock, slow subs, slow throw-ins, all that shit. We never did that under Wenger. It was like, go for another goal. And then we'd often end up getting hit on the break and losing or something. Yeah, I, I was pleased with that. And uh, by the end of the game, I was just chuffed to bits. Who was your man of the match? Because for me it was between three. Yeah, and I think it's the same been the same three for everyone really, from what I've seen. Which is um I think you gotta look at Gabriel's performance. I thought he was uh, a monster outstanding again. Monster. What a sign in again. I mean obviously I would seen him play a little bit, heard of heard a bit about him, but not he's definitely better than I ever thought he, he was mm. don't know about you I didn't know he an awful lot about him he surprised me most players that come from France struggle with the physicality of the Premier League mm. generally speaking um, he seems to thrive on it he likes the physical battle mm. and his tackling is I superb mean, he was on a yellow card for a long time in that match yeah and he was still throwing himself into tackles, uh, maybe a little bit lucky with one of them. Matic in the box, was it? Uh, I think he towed, yeah, towed that, it out. There's one before that as well. Um, I'm not sure. It might have been on Greenwood, I think. He, he sort of 
clambered on top of him a little bit and yeah. tricked him down to the ground. But yeah, I thought that was a good tackle. The, I like that. The, the one in the the area. So yes, he, he, he it was uh, left of our penalty box, wasn't it? Matic had the ball. He poked it out with one toe, but kind of caught him with his back foot. But you know, for many a year, Arsenal have been. Uh, I think the the media have said soft underbelly, mm. you know, soft core. And with the likes of Gabriel Party, etc., we're starting to maybe be a bit more feared, a bit yeah. more. Oh, I've seen him play, and he's a tough one. You know? Yeah, KT, he doesn't mind a tackle. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought he was amazing, and I guess it goes to show if you back Arteta. You know, he'll choose the right players, I guess. The two signings that he and Edu have made. Yeah. You have to take your hat off, really, and, and say they got it right this summer. Yeah. With, with what we've had at our disposal, money-wise, I mm. think we've done pretty well. The bottom line is, are we making progress? And in my eyes, we are. Yeah. And it's a long season yet. You know, we maybe could have saved a bit more money by not buying Cedric... <laughs> And uh, Pablo Murray, yeah, well, yeah. Cedric was a free, wasn't he? Yeah, but there are obviously fees and wages involved still. And uh, you're just looking at that one, f- thinking, I'm not sure about that. Maybe yeah. he's just going to play the Europa League games and rest better in when he can, mm. yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, so uh, the three, the three yeah, were... yeah, well, sorry, um, Mo Elneny, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, Thomas Party. I mean, take your pick, really. I Thomas mean, some, Party, I think. Some stats for Thomas Party: seventy-nine touches. He completed fifty-three of his fifty-seven passes. Uh, he had the most possessions regained in a match with eleven. He won ten duels, which was the most by an Arsenal player uh, in the Premier League this season. That is three dribbles, three dribbles completed, and one shot on target. So he was everywhere. Yeah, he was everywhere. Um, I, yeah, I think Thomas Party was mad match for me. Yeah. Every time he had the ball, I was like, "What's he doing? Oh my god, what's he doing?" The way that he there was one outside of the boot, you know, won the ball on the outside of the boot to uh, might have been Bellerin, I think, on the right hand side. Just a, just a monster. Mm. And if we can find more of those, then you know, no doubt, will it improve our team. So, yeah, I was pleased with him. What did you think of? Um, Rob Holding because he he went off was it two weeks ago with a knee injury or mm. a leg injury of some sort and I thought ah oh, shit he's out again and he was kind of recalled a bit last minute they worked on him with the medics to get him fit because obviously David Louise was injured and I thought he was brilliant as well yeah he was he was pretty pretty good again wasn't he and uh, they they're sort of forming quite a little partnership him and Gabriel yeah. Mm. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that. Oh, have you got a stat for I us? I have got a stat for you. When Gabriel and Rob Holding started together this season, they've played four, they've won four and conceded only one goal. Mm. Rob Holding is kind of old school. Fucking have it. You know, I think back to that, was it 2017, 2018 cup final against uh, Chelsea when he was sort of up against uh, a very tough and annoying Diego Costa. Yeah. And he had him that that game, didn't he? Yeah. He was getting into his head and like, come on, then you know that's it. But he likes he likes it rough. He does, yeah. Well, he's a Bolton lad, isn't he? He so. is, yeah. So um, him and Gabriel, that could be a. Well, it could be. It is. Well, yes, yeah, exactly. The here and now. I guess who's the alternative? Well, I suppose Mustafi's back now from injury, but I can't nah, see makes him me getting him over nah. over holding or Louise. To be honest, no. No. You know, Louise, he do, he doesn't mind a, a little bit of a scrap as well. Uh, you know, he's sometimes his head goes, doesn't it? But his passing ability brings us something else. Mm. And that's why I say different tools for, for different, different jobs. jobs. Um, there you go. So um, we're looking good. It's been a long time since we could say we've looked solid in defence. Yeah. Um, oh, but don't get carried away, Andrew. Oh, oh. Because Roy Keane said so. <laughs> you know. How many how many games have we lost this season, Angelo? Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Apparently United made it easy for us, but I, I, I couldn't disagree more, to be honest. I thought we were very, very good. 
especially that first half, I thought we put them under so much pressure and won the ball back. They they just they didn't know what to do. No, you're right. And Ollie, long may it continue that he's at the wheel. Indeed. I mean, they smashed a very good top of the league uh, Leipzig in the Champions League, didn't they? It was five mm. 0 and I did see that, and, and I don't know about you, and maybe most Arsenal fans did, but I did see that and thought, shit, these guys are on fire, you know, they are good. Um, and that team wasn't that different to the one that played Leipzig. So, I, yeah, really, really impressed. Roy King can eat a dick, in the, in the, in the words of our good friend Jigs. Uh, at Jigs Views and Reviews for <laughs> podcast. Go check it out. Um yeah, I don't know. He's bitter, Roy Keane. He must yeah. be from his old Arsenal Man United rivalry days. Um, and uh, yeah, Tim Cahill was backing his good friend Arteta anyway. Yeah. Wasn't he? So, yeah. So um, next Premier League game that we've got is against Villa on Sunday. Yeah. Pay per view. Pay per view again. I mean, gee. What can you say about that? Uh, you have to pay for it. That's what yeah. I have to say about that. Unless you find alternative ways, not well, endorsed by this podcast, no. but be creative. <laughs> uh, as ever, that will be on Sunday because we are playing again on Thursday, which we'll come on to in a moment. Um, but that is at home against Villa, 7.15pm. I hate those late Sunday games. Yeah. Do. Shit yeah, time. I do, uh... Just a really shit time. Um, and Villa started very, very well. Lost at the weekend didn't they mm. um, I can't remember who they played they, played, they lost 4-3 quick... to Southampton oh that's right they were 4-0 down yes and then they scored 2 in the last minute basically um, but they this is the same team that put 7 past Liverpool. current champions Liverpool so you know got to be taken with a pinch of salt that mm. result and they still scored 3 goals um, so we'll see what comes of that obviously the return of Emi Martinez uh, yeah, he'll probably have one of those games, won't he? Where blinders. Yeah, yeah. That said, I don't give a shit. I'm feeling confident about that. I think Villa are a very energetic team. Grealish um, is it Ollie Watkins is that the striker that yeah. they bought runs around a lot. Obviously, plays football. Um, but I think they've got a very energetic and organised team. So I wouldn't be surprised if he goes with something similar to what we saw against United yeah yeah I have to agree thanks yep um, do you want to give us a scoreline prediction ooh it would be nice if we scored more than one it would 2-1 two, oh we're going to concede yeah I'm going to go with 2-0 best defensive league in the uh, record in the league so uh, yeah I'm, I'm going to go with that we'll see what happens yep uh, right, don't get your silly bang out, but Arsenal are playing mould <laughs> on the terrible joke on Thursday. Uh, Europa League, we are currently top of the league, two wins out of two, having beaten Rapid Vienna and Dundalk, Dundalk. on Thursday. Yes. Um, what were your thoughts on that game? Well, the lineup was had a lot of changes, so it was obviously quite different to the previous Europa League game. Uh, more, I think, consistent with what we were expecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially against, with all due respect, Dundalk. Yeah. Um, for me, it was a side filled with players that are fighting for their future at the club. <laughs> okay. You know, but, well, we gave a debut to the new keeper. We did. Runarsson. Yeah. Uh, hard to sort of give any sort of feedback on it. He didn't he really made, have much to do, did he? I think he, he made a, a one save, uh, caught a corner. Yeah. And that was about it. Looked quite good at, with the ball at his feet. Yeah. In fact, he caught a couple of corners, I think, and I, or crosses. And I thought, quite a skinny little goalkeeper, but commanding and taking those right. those crosses... That was my only memory of, yeah. or lasting memory of uh, of the game, um, which is what you always want minimum as a goalkeeper, other than stopping shots. Um, so look, home debut, didn't concede, 
I guess you can't ask for more than that, can Job you? Done, and yeah. you can only face what you face. Um, talk to me about the rest of the lineup, people that you're a bit unsure of, or well, I think you've got a group there. You've sort of you've got your Halen boys, yeah. Reese Nelson. They were good. Well, I would get yeah, they were good for me. They they were the standout sort of three or four mm. players. Um, <clears throat> Joe Willock was excellent. Uh, showed that he can bring something a bit different. Uh, I am surprised he's not played more this season, but you know, again, the, the jury is kind of out on him. I think, mm. like, Although, can he make that step up? Yeah, you're right. He um, he was fantastic. Probably man of the match and, and well yeah, deserved. I, I thought so, he was brilliant. Yeah. Um, and after the match, there was an interview with him and. Um, you know, it was the question was posed. You know, you're not you're not playing much football at the minute, and he's mm. like, "I'm just so happy to be here and to be learning, and I'm really grateful, and I'll get my chance." And, you know, all the usual stuff you expect. But yeah. he did show in that game what you can do. All right, against lesser opposition, um, and there were calls after the game of, "Oh, but he doesn't even play against Man United." I don't think that would have been right if he'd have played against no. United. I've just played ninety minutes uh, on Thursday, but um, I'm with you. Highland boys are brilliant. Yeah. And then you got a few that weren't so good, maybe. You got Cedric, who was kind of... Meh. Meh. Neither here nor there, really, is yeah. it? Uh, I thought Kolasinac, sort of, again, not great, but he puts an e- he does put the effort in. Mm. You know, getting forward and... Well, we played three at the back, didn't we? And he was one of those three, and I thought, oh, yeah, but he was so far forward. Yeah, I, it, was, it was weird because I thought, oh fucking hell, he's 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 playing at the back as like a centre back, third centre back. Oh Jesus! But well, actually, he did all right. But yeah. like you said, he was more of an attacking threat than a defensive yeah. player. So does that mean that that was a ploy, or he just wasn't following instructions and his natural maybe a bit of both? <laughs> I mean, you don't know with him, the Hulk smash and all that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, who else? Uh, I mean, even Pepe. Yeah, I think I thought he had a good game. Like not Ma- amazing, but fantastic. But good. It was a great goal. A lovely little footwork. And, yeah. and finish. Drag on the left, uh, from the left onto the right. Yeah. You know when someone scores a goal like that, and you think, "What did he just do?" Yeah, the camera seems far I had away. Watch, from I had to watch that a few times yeah. to see. Yeah. Um, brilliant. And yeah, he showed he's not just a left foot; he's got a right foot. Yeah. Um, I quite like him popping up in those central areas. He seems quite effective there, mm. more than isolated out on the wing. I don't know if that's something that Arteta could look at in the future. Uh, you know, when we're ch- maybe chasing a game, throw him on and put him, just let him have a free role. Well, it's like you said last week, Wenger used to have four or five strikers on the yeah. pitch at the end of a game. Is he the kind of guy that if he's not going to start, like you say, give him that more central position and make something happen because he, he he's got a great shot you know he's not shy in doing so either I mean the Willett goal came from him having a, yeah. a shot from yeah. outside the area granted yeah. it took um, it was blocked and fell into Willock's path but yeah it's so. just it's moments like that where if you take a chance something will ha- could happen you know yeah yeah, and he's he's one of those players. He's a little bit unpredictable. Um, when you've got a team that's playing under a lot of structure and it's quite rigid, mm. you need a, a player like that. Yeah, but I think with Pepe, he's unpredictable yet predictable. Right. You know, he's so left-footed. Mm. He doesn't use his right foot until he dispelled that myth in this game. But he, I guess as a as a left wing back or a left back you kind of know what he's going to do he's not going to come down the outside and cross on his right he's going to cut back in onto his left he's kind of predictable in that respect but if you played him in the middle as you say a little bit different more one twos and more shots from the edge of the box you haven't really got time to play him onto his right foot do you know what I mean yeah. close down that that path so I'd like to see that and let's be honest we said before we've got no creativity at the moment so might as well roll the dice on something and it's not, I don't think he's particularly creative in the sense that he's going to pick out a through ball 
you know that's that sort yeah, of thing he's not a noser I think he's <laughs> you can be creative in other ways and just making things happen movement influence yeah stuff like that yeah yeah I think you're right I know we're kind of doing these goals in reverse order but yeah and Ketia yeah again Fox in the Box love that I love that I, you know those are the goals that if you get five a season could take you from being a 10 to 15 or a 15 to 20 you know those little tap-ins those scruffy right place right time predatory goals mm. um, I don't know how many he's got this season but uh, but you can have a look I, I think he'll uh, end up on double figures at some point yeah Don't in all you? competitions yeah I do mm. I do um, I suspect he's probably got four he's got five. three. Oh, in all comps yeah yeah why does it feel like more maybe we're thinking of last season because he finished well as well didn't he um, but yeah I think he's got a big future to play uh, and Arteta clearly likes him so um yeah, I was pleased. So I liked what I saw and long may it continue. Obviously, next game, as we said, Thursday, we've got uh, Mould or Mouldy, I think they can actually pronounced. Um, formerly managed <laughs> by the manager we've just beaten. Yeah. Um, Solskjaer. I don't know much about them, but they are probably one of the most famous teams in Norway or to come from Norway. Um, so it's always hard when you're playing in this competition because they, you know, you do tend to come up against teams that you, you know of but don't know an awful lot about. Um, but we're on a good run, I think. Two out of two. Yeah. There's no reason why we can't beat them. And I wonder if it would be a similar team. We quite clearly have an A team and a B team, a Premier League team and Cup team. Cup team, yeah. I think he'll, he'll ring the changes again. Um, should be three out of three and, you know, all, all but sewn up that mm. group. Interesting that we started against Rapid Vienna with Leno in goal. Mm. Second game against Dundalk, we had Runison. What do you think will happen for that third game? I think it'll be Runison again. Yeah? Yeah, I, I just think... Didn't see enough of him, maybe? Or? Like I said last week... Um, the Rapid Vienna fixture away hardest one on paper opening group game let's get a strong side out get the three points yeah and set our stall out and you know now we can sort of come in and play those games yeah uh, I, I think we'll see this sort of, you know the Hale M boys again Reese Nelson I thought was pretty lively Gets yeah. Dundalk. Yeah. Mm. Does he deserve a chance in the Premier League? Again, I think he's one that maybe if we're chasing a game, we need something to happen that he he, he could bring that. Starting a game, I'm I'm still not sure he'd be our best option. Yeah. You? Uh, I definitely start him in the cup games. Yeah. And but I don't think he actually gets much of a chance as being a sub even. Right. You know, we do, he does tend to have his go-to guys mm. in Katia or Lacazette, depending on which one is starting, um, and your midfielders. So, yeah, I'd like to see more of him, if I'm honest. He might be one that goes out on loan in January. Yeah, uh, but he was going to go out on loan in the summer, but apparently said to Arteta, I want to stay and fight for my okay. position, blah, blah, blah. Um, I wonder whether we might try him against lesser opposition in the Premier League. I mean, there are no easy games, but do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and also depends what our position is in the table at whatever given time of the mm. year. You know, if, if we're pushing top four and we want to secure it, you're not going to put a Reese Nelson in, are you? You go with your big guns. So um, I guess we'll, we'll wait and see what comes of that. We just said Oneni started Thursday and then Sunday. Do you think he'll get a Thursday game or do you think he's going to save him for the Sunday? Well, this is it now. Has he played his way into to the starting eleven? Mm-hmm. I think he has. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, you're probably looking at Danny Sabayos has not started the campaign 
as well Brilliant as Ian did it. Yeah. 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 He looked a bit moody as well. <laughs> Have you noticed? <laughs> no. Yeah, he's got a face on. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed recently he's, he's not happy with... Not playing. Not playing and yeah. being asked to play in sort of wider areas. I think he likes to be in the middle. He likes the balls, isn't he? So. Mm. Look, he's he's got the right character to to fight back though, and that's what it's good for the squads. Yeah, like you need players like that 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 want to fight for their place. Yeah. So, and that's what I was about to say. I feel like we've got competition. In yeah, our, yeah, in our team, really, the only bankers to start is our spine. I think mm. you know Leno's Leno, going to start. Gabriel, Party, and Abamia. Yeah, I think they're our. Our guaranteed starters. Yeah, and then you can kind of... Maybe Kieran Tierney as left-back, because what's our other options there? Yeah. But aside from that, I think you could have anyone in for the rest of the team, um, which is great. I just worry, at some point, we'll need to rest some of those players, mm. you know? Um, and I guess we're coming up to... Um, we have got players to come back, though, as well. From injury? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like Pablo Mori. Yeah. Which would be a natural fit, left-footed. Yeah. Left-footed and Brazilian. <laughs> um, who we've not really seen anything of. I mean, that's kind of the uncertainty with it, mm. isn't it? I quite liked what I saw, to I be did. He looked tidy. Yeah. Um, but I guess he's almost starting from ground zero again. Mm. And he's got to try and dislodge a very good Gabriel. Mm-hmm. So, but again, competition, that's what it's about, isn't it? Yeah. Um, good. All right. Anything more than any of that? Otherwise, we can swiftly move on. Let's move on. All right. Uh, we've got a few questions coming in. Shall we run through some of those? Yep. Uh, we've probably missed a natural opportunity to, to talk about them because they are related to. Uh, actually, I say they are related. Let's have a look. Right. Our good friend DD, who's at Darren underscore Dupree. Hello, my friend. He says, uh, can we ride this momentum and get a rotation going for Thursday and then Villa, knowing William didn't prove anything, change there? What? <laughs> well, first question, can we ride this momentum yes. and get a rotation for Thursday yeah. uh, and then Villa? Um, and dude, I have no idea what that second bit means. Knowing William didn't prove anything, change there. Uh, is that William didn't do anything? So would we have a change there? Is that what that means? Possibly. Uh, but if it didn't, I don't know. Uh, and the other question is proper random. It's from Xhaka Laka Ding Dong. Xhaka Laka Ding Dong. Yeah. He says, this is relevant. How long does it take to cook a 20 pound turkey? And at what temperature? Uh, in brackets, Thanksgiving is coming up. <laughs> so... I don't know if you know the answer to that. I don't know. We don't cook a lot of turkeys here, do no, we? No, we don't. Um, but, you know, I did I did, uh, I, I did. did look at some research for him. Oh, that's kind of you. I'm good like that. So, look, looked at the research, thought, yeah, I would do that. This is what I would do. So, you know, you want to get your, your um, I guess, your herbs and, and you know, what are you going to cook? You're going to cook with it, yeah? So, you know, you want to get a, a quartered white onion, three carrots, three celery stalks, some fresh herbs, maybe some sage, thyme, something mm. like that. A uh, bit of salt and pepper always goes down well, doesn't it? Uh, but you don't want to wait too long before you start defrosting right, your yeah. turkey because they can take a while, right? Take a while, exactly. Twenty-four hours. Uh, well, to defrost, you see, there's a there's a theory to this. A frozen turkey will take a po- approximately one day for every four pounds. Oh right, yeah, it's a theory. So if you've got a twenty-pound turkey, you're going to need like five six days for that bad boy to defrost. Um, but look, stick it in the fridge. Don't leave it out. If you're going to defrost it, you know, yeah. keep it fresh. And then when you're ready to cook, just let it sit at room temperature for an hour, um, you know, whilst the oven preheats. So, whack the oven on. And then what, do you stuff or do you smother? Well, I mean, <laughs> that's up to you. And then get back to cooking. I don't know. It's, it's entirely up to you. Preheat it, 325 Fahrenheit or around 165 degrees centigrade. Yeah, you lost right. me there. Yeah, yeah, I don't do Fs. I'm all about the Cs. Um Put the rack in the lowest possible position. <laughs> this will protect the turkey, apparently. And then after, you know, about three and a half hours, take a look, see what's going down. Um, and the best way to test 
the turkey is done properly on the inside is with an instant read thermometer. So when it is ready, it'll read 165 degrees Fahrenheit, which is about 75 degrees centigrade. Um, but yeah, cut a long story short, because this isn't a cooking podcast, you look in between four and four and a half hours, all right? Like a jack a ding dong jibber jibber jibber. Um, let's know how you get on. Sweet. Yeah, there you go. Um, right, I think that's all about. <laughs> Mate, I'm a roast chicken kind of a guy, you know. Well, you did ask. Hour and, a, hour and a half, and that's uh, that's suitable for me. Yeah. See, we like eating chickens because Spurs have got a chicken as their emblem. It sort of feels good to get one over on that, doesn't it? Well, yeah, that's true. Exactly. Uh, I believe you've got well, something you want to talk about. Yeah. So um, I got a gift this weekend Ooh. from my mother-in-law. Okay. She bought me Arsene Wenger's book, which I thought was very kind of her. It was very kind of her. So thank you, uh, G, for that. Um, I haven't read it yet, but I, you know, as you do when you get, I flick through it. I look, looked at the pictures. So I like to look at the <laughs> the middle bits, the middle bits, the photo segment, and I sort of I got to near the back of it, and it's got lists of different things like achievements and some stats, Invincible uh, squad and stuff like that, which is quite interesting. And I know you like a stat. I love a stat. It's It's got a list of every player that's featured under Arsene Wenger. Wow. What, across In all clubs? Order. Huh? Or just Arsenal across all clubs? Just Arsenal. Yeah, okay. Um, so I thought we could play a little game. Oh, go on. <laughs> I so, like it. So this game is called Are You Gonna Go Low or Are You Gonna Go High? <laughs> So I'm going to give you a player, okay, and I'm going to tell you how many appearances he made under Arsene Wenger. Okay. Now this is sub and start. Okay. okay. Combined. Yeah. All right. So we're going to. Start this is all impromptu, by the way. I don't know any of this. This is like right. So exciting time. Have you got a jingle for this, by the way? Uh, are you no? There are. No, okay. um, so yeah, I thought I'd pick some uh, some obscure names. Oh. Not you know some cult classics yeah. for you. So we're going to start with Sanchez Watt. Do you remember him, Sanchez? What? <laughs> Sanchez? Yes, I do remember him. He went out to Leeds, was it, or Doncaster, one of the other? Yeah, but I think yes. he went on loan to Leeds. Yeah, a classic Carling Cup kind of guy. Right. Well, I'll let you have a little guess as to how many appearances you think he made first. Uh, so sub and uh, and starting. I'm going to say seven. You'd be wrong. Who? It's, well, three. Ah, I was being generous. Right, so guys, if you want to play along at home, so next player we've got is Junichi Inamoto. <laughs> now, are you going to go high or are you going to go low? Uh, if I remember correctly, he didn't play a lot for Arsenal. Um, I'm going to say... Low. Lower than three? Yeah. You'd be wrong. Oh, I thought he played like twice or something. He played four games. Oh, so close. I do remember him. All right, next one. Chu Young Park. <laughs> <laughs> Did he play more or less than Junichi Inamoto? He played less, surely. Are you going with less? Yes, I am. You'd be wrong. <laughs> He made seven appearances. When? Well, that's what it says. Fucking hell, I don't remember that. I, I, I remember like one game. What, but I, when he scored. I remember him scoring. Was that against... No, it went against Reading, was it? In that seven... No, no. it was a sort of Carling, Carabao, Coca-Cola Cup League game. Cup game, League yeah. Cup game, yeah. Fucking hell, I've got three wrong. This is not good. I'm yeah, you're not well. doing well, mate. Right. did say they were obscure. Yeah, well... Next up, we've got J. Emmanuel Thomas. Do you remember him? I do remember him. Um, how many did Park play? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Okay, J. Emmanuel Thomas. Are you uh, going to go high or no, are you going to go low? I'm going lower. Correct. Yes. <laughs> he made five appearances. Yes. Who knows where he is now? Who I think knows? he's still playing, you know. I don't know, but get in touch. The next one. Fellow Paisan. Oh, yeah. Arturo, Arturo Lupoli. <laughs> the Italian striker who sort of... Uh, I was really excited about him. 
in the reserves, he, him and Bentner were sort of trying to outscore each other. Weren't yeah. They? yeah, yeah. Uh, I. How many did uh, five? Five. I'm going to say less because I don't. I really don't remember making many appearances. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> sh- <laughs> you're wrong again. <laughs> he he made nine appearances. I, I must have been asleep. These are all a sub. Gotta be. But, uh, I, I really don't. Remember, I, honestly, I was so excited. I thought, oh, brilliant! Yeah. An Italian playing for Arsenal. Mm. No, he played a lot of League Cup games. Did he? I don't yeah. remember him playing. But yeah. and there you go. Nine, right? Nine. Oh, you're doing better at home than I'm doing. You know. I imagine they are. I imagine they are too. Uh, right, next up, Fran Marida. <laughs> the Nexus Fabregas. <laughs> yeah. He's actually doing okay now in Spain. Is he? Yeah. yeah. This is another well. one. I don't remember him having many games for the club, mm. despite a lot of promise and doing quite well in the youth's mm. setup. What a game this is. Uh, what was it? Nine out of beat? Yeah. No, nah, he played less than nine, surely. Yeah, with less. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. 16. Bullshit. No. 16. I really don't remember him playing that many. Crazy, isn't wow, it? Wow, yeah. All right, let's get through these. There's only two left, <laughs> okay? Go Next go. one. Les- Have I got one right so far? Just yeah, one right, yeah. Right, 16, go on then. Okay, Lasana Diara, who we famously signed from Chelsea, I think. Yes. And, if I'm not mistaken, infamously only played like one game for Arsenal before going to... So did he play he played less, less than, than from Marida? Yeah, he definitely did. He did. Yes. He played 13. Oh, really? As many as that? Hmm. Don't remember that. I don't and remember he left, I think, mid-season, didn't he? After joining us. It was he, like the shortest... Yeah. Um, and... Um, I mean, he complained that he didn't play enough games. Well, he played 13. Yeah, right? so shut your mouth, mate. Mm. Where did he go? Did he go to Real Madrid? Yeah. Yeah. Mad. Uh, okay, last but not least. So what was it? 13, yeah. 13. We've got uh, sort of quite early on in the Arsene Wenger reign. Kaba Diawara. Yes, okay. Do you remember him? I, I do think remember. He was, he was part of the 98 winning squad, if I remember correctly. Mm. No, are you going to go high or are you going to go low? Uh, I'm going to go high. Higher than Lasana Diara. Yeah. Correct. Yes. 15. Yeah. Ledge. Won more Premier League medals than Stephen Gerrard, if I'm not mistaken. And sure Harry Kane. And Harry Kane, yeah. What a great game. Well, I hope you don't go and kill yourself after this because I feel like doing so. I mean, that was awful. I'll get my own back sometime I'm soon. I'm sure you will, yeah. Bastard. All right. Well, like I said, I hope you did better than I did. That was a good. That was a good game. And tell us how the book goes because I've heard mixed yeah, reviews do, on yeah. it. I, not to do, do you want a little spoiler. It's not really a spoiler, but a theme or not. You can do. And, no, do you know I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin it. Okay. But uh, let us. You, you give us your view. You tell I will us. Do, how yeah, you think. I'll try and read it asap. Yeah. Um, it is available on audiobook actually, if you and narrated by Mr. Arsene Wenger himself. Good. All right. Well, like we said, we've got the Thursday game against Mulder, and then we've got the Sunday game against uh, Villa, and then we'll be back recording next Monday. It will be over Skype again because of socially distancing, uh, which will be the case for the next month, I guess. Yeah. Um, But make sure you're all staying safe, everybody. That's the important bit. That is, yeah. Uh, And hopefully they don't, you know, close games, stop games again and all that jazz, because... I can't see that happening. I hope honest. not. I hope not, because football's what's getting me through at the minute. Mm. Um, Especially when we're winning. Uh, yeah, exactly. Whenever we're on a good run, there seems to be something. Usually an international tournament. Well, um, that is coming up soon, isn't yeah. it? Um, another international break. Pointless. Um, so, yes. All right. Well, don't forget, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at... Blast Arsenal Pod. Blast Arsenal Pod. Make sure you follow us on YouTube as well. And subscribe. And subscribe. And uh, we said, haven't we, just before we started recording this, after lockdown, we will do a live we will. show. Yeah. So you can see our ugly mugs. You can send us questions in real time. And um, I don't know, maybe send us a couple of quiz questions that we can, we can try and get diddly to struggle with. Uh, mate... Bring it on. (laughs) 
Uh, honestly, right, someone, a mastermind, uh, there was, um, you know, you get your, uh, specialist, your round, subject. specialist subject. Someone chose Arsenal years under Arsene Wenger, and I got every single one really? right. Really? <laughs> I swear, on my life. Right, this, I've got one in mind already. This time next week, I've got a quiz ready for Diddley. Bring so it. we'll see what happens. Right, until then, take care of yourselves and uh, up the Gooners. We'll see what happens. Come on, you Gooners. Yeah. All right. Let's go see get out my own any tattoos. Right, see you in a bit. Ciao. <laughs> Bye. Arsenal.